This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. You've walked in at a conversation which might seem a little odd to you. We're talking about blood. We'll have that conversation with Wendy Christine, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Good morning to you, Wendy. Hope you're well. Good morning, Brad. I am. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm talking about blood, but it seems like we've all got it. Uh, Leviticus 17 reminds us for the life of flesh is in the blood. We can't do without it. All the nutrients we're taking in right ends up in our blood. So it's vitally important. It is vitally important. And that is so correct. It is um, you know, if, if you don't have blood, you don't survive. There is just, no, you know, we, we need that more than we need other organs because if you haven't got the blood going to the organs, then, um, yes, then you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, I, and I just also realized the importance of it. Have a family member who's actually gone for a blood transfusion uh, and just realize how essential that is to life. And uh, whenever he has it, he's always saying, I always feel so much better. Uh, after he's had yeah. that. Um, so that makes sense. And, and I guess that's where our conversation uh, jumps in this morning. It's essential for our life. It is essential for our life. And blood is actually considered an organ, which is quite oh. interesting. And it certainly has a very specialized function in our bodies. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, we, we, we know it's there and we know it's important, but, but what makes it up? What does it consist of? So there are four main components of the blood, and that includes your red blood cells, your white blood cells, your plasma, and your platelets. Okay, so um, we need to take care of our blood. Uh, How exactly do we do that? But maybe we should first start off with what the blood actually does. So there's lots of functions that the blood has. It has several functions, and it's actually quite important if you think about it. Um, So we need to make sure that our blood has the correct nutrients, but we'll discuss that in a minute. And then the functions of it, there's the the, the few that I've highlighted here, is that, first of all, it transports oxygen. Second of all, it regulates our body temperature. Then it helps with infection control, so it's a part of our immune function. Mm. It cleans our bodies, so it makes sure that all the toxins are taken out, and it controls bleeding. So let's chat about oxygen. Um, That seems like a very important, considering we're talking about uh, essential for life here. Um, uh, Tell us more about this oxygen transport. Yeah, so if we don't have oxygen, again, oxygen is one of the main um, components of our bodies. If If we don't have enough oxygen, you don't get oxygen to your brain. You can't focus. You can't think. Um, Same with your organs. Our organs are needing oxygen. And so the blood transport that oxygen as well as antioxidants, minerals, vitamins, and whatever else it is that we need, all the micronutrients, to our organs and cells so that their functions can be supported. Um, You mentioned body temperature regulation. That seems quite weird that the blood is responsible for that. So um, can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so the, the blood actually absorbs and distributes heat around our bodies. Um, and so, therefore, it plays a role in the regulation of our temperature. Um, and, you know, when you get a fever, you'll know that you're hot everywhere. You're not just mm. hot in one place. And that's because of your circulatory system. That's because the blood is transporting that, um, that you know, that heat around mm. your body. We've been speaking a lot about immune system and that over the last few weeks. Um, and I'm guessing that's the way all of those immune cells get around. They're catching a lift in the blood. They absolutely are. So the immune cells, antibodies, 
all of those kind of things are transported by our blood. The blood actually then takes it to the infected area or the site that's needing the most attention. Um, and then when our blood is healthy, obviously our bodies are better equipped to fight off infection so we can recover more quickly because that transport system is working. Mm. Um, so often when we've had conversations, you've often spoken about the blood carries the nutrients or um, uh, oxygen, as you've just mentioned. So uh, it's clearly a very busy part of our bodies. I had no idea it was so busy. We've got the good stuff coming in, infection control. What about getting rid of the bad stuff? Yeah, so it's also involved in cleansing um, and transporting waste products out of our bodies. So waste products and toxins get filtered via the kidneys and the um, liver, and then they're excreted. Um, and so anything that is not supposed to be there, you've got more blood um, um, going through your liver and your kidneys than you have just about anywhere else in the body. And because it's, it's playing that vital filtering role. Um, you've mentioned also in your list of, of what the blood does and its many functions, you spoke about bleeding control. That makes sense. Um, carrying platelets, I'm guessing, and whatever is necessary to clot our blood. Yes. So there are clotting factors and their platelets, and th those make sure that our blood clots properly. Um, so it, it mustn't clot too much and it mustn't not clot enough because otherwise you have a bleeding disorder. Mm. And so that's a vital role of the blood as well, is that it, it, it ensures that that is happening properly uh, or it should be happening properly. Wendy, when we were chatting earlier, you said the word good blood. Um, or healthy blood, I beg your pardon. Um, how do you have healthy blood as opposed to unhealthy blood? Are, are we seeing symptoms? What signs is our body giving us that the blood's not as it should be? Well, there can be several signs. Um, now, we're talking about the blood specifically. We're not talking about the arteries and the integrity mm. and all of those kind of things. But actually the blood. So we're wanting to make sure that so its its job is to rapidly turn over the soul the the the, the cells. So mm. you've got you know the waste going out. You've got the good stuff coming in, um, and and we need the right nutrients in our blood. So if we don't have those, the typical signs of from any of a blood disorder would be um, a higher risk of bleeding, um, more bruising, clotting issues that people who who land up with with clots and with um, deep vein thrombosis and those kind of things, and then you would have anemia. And anemia is probably the the more common, you know, the ones mm. that most people know about. Um, so what about supplements? Uh, I know we speak about supplements as supplementing, so I guess we're going to go back to that the necessity for whole food and good food. But what are, what are the key nutrients we have to make sure we're included here so we can have healthy blood? Okay, so yeah, supplements aside, we're hoping that we're going to get these nutrients from our food. Um, but the three key nutrients that we're looking for to make sure that our blood is healthy and that we're able to produce those blood cells as we need to would be folic acid, vitamin B12, and iron. Mm. Um, tell us a bit more about folic acid. Okay, so that supports the red blood cell formation. And if we don't have enough um, folic acid, we have a higher risk for anemia. And that's quite interesting because we always think anemia and iron, hmm. but you forget about the role of vitamin B and folic acid in that. If you don't have sufficient of those nutrients, you can't actually make the iron effectively. And then folic acid regulates the cell division and growth. So it helps for our ge genetic um, structure, um, especially our DNA. Um, it's very important for pregnant women, preconception and during pregnancy, because it makes sure that the fetus is um, supported um, and if you don't have enough folic acid, especially as a pregnant woman, you run the risk of or a higher risk for birth defects, especially linked to, um, you know, the spine and the nervous system. Mm.
Uh, what are some of the foods we could eat, Wendy, that's going to help us with our folic acid intake? So lots of green leafy vegetables, nuts and legumes. And then there are some fruits as well that are good sources of um, folic acid. And those would include bananas and melons and then your oranges and your lemons, which are now in season, mm. and strawberries. Um, you mentioned vitamin B a little bit earlier on. Which of the B vitamins is essential for good blood? Vitamin B12 especially. Um, and again, that plays a role <clears throat> excuse me, in the DNA um, and is also required for the production of red blood cells. And it's very important for the fatty coating around our nerves, which is called myelin. Mm. If, if we don't have enough of that, we could have nerve damage. And that's why sometimes people have that tingling in their hands and their feet, you know, they lose sensation. That can often be an indication of a B12 deficiency. And then obviously it's important for mood as well. So mood um, and depression um, can be aggravated by the fact that we have a B12 deficiency. Yeah. Um, again, I know we've spoken about this in the past, but someone might be listening this morning that isn't aware. Is, is this something that we should or can test for to see if there's a deficiency in this B vitamin, particularly B12? Yes. So all three of these can be tested in the blood. Um, so vitamin B12, folic acid, and then a full iron study. Um, would be important to to test for, to check and see if your levels are optimal. I know somebody who enjoys a more plant-based sort of vegetarian style diet and and has little B12 drops. So I'm guessing that uh, they're missing out on food that's essentially got lots of vitamin B12 in it. Yes. So people who are not eating animal products, especially red meat, um, and you know your any of your animal products really, but red meat specifically, um, are very likely to be deficient in B12 because they're not going to get it from their diets. It's mm. the only place that it comes from is your animal product. So if you are following a vegetarian or a vegan diet, it, the likelihood of needing to supplement is higher. And then I guess we haven't touched on iron. So uh, let's uh, see. That's massively important. Iron is very very important, um, and so it's essential for the production of hemoglobin. Um, and nearly 70% of the iron is stored in the red blood cells as hemoglobin or in the muscles as myoglobin. And it plays a role in transporting that oxygen. So if we don't have hemoglobin, we can't get the oxygen around the body. Um, and it goes from the lungs to our tissues and our organs. And if we have low hemoglobin, then we'll have an obvious anemia. Mm. Um, and so people could have symptoms like breathlessness or chest pain, uh, fatigue, with a very pale skin, um, and just general weakness. Um, so what are some of the foods we could be eating, Wendy, that are going to help with those iron levels? So you can get iron from plant and animal sources. Um, your um, animal sources have higher, obviously, concentrations of iron. Um, and that would be your red meat, your livers, fish, poultry, um, and sometimes many of the um, cereals are fortified as well. And then the vegetables would be your spinach, your dried prunes, um, apricots, raisins, nuts, beans, and tofu. Whenever you give a list of food like this, I don't know why it makes me hungry. I hope I'm not the only one listening when someone <laughs> says uh, raisins, nuts, and beans, and fish, and all that. It makes me hungry. Uh, so let's quickly chat about, um, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Supplements. Uh, and just as we close, Wendy, I know we've spoken about whole food, but um, at what point do you need to supplement with these things that we've mentioned? Well, I would say if you're following a vegetarian or vegan diet, that's important to supplement. Um, and then if you've had a blood test and the blood test shows that you have a deficiency, um, then, I, then I would definitely supplement. So not having a balanced diet, um, eating a vegetarian or vegan diet, and then a, an overt um, deficiency in the bloods. Those would be the reasons to supplement. 
Yeah, and we're having this conversation this morning, and if you've been listening all the way through, I started mentioning Leviticus 17.11, and I'm going to go back there, and it's when you read it and then you hear what what uh, Wendy has said and you put the two together and you realize how much knowledge we have now but uh, it was simply just a statement that said in Leviticus 17 for the life of the flesh is in the blood Uh, and when you hear how it most certainly is from Wendy this morning that makes even more sense thanks for this great conversation Wendy it's all we've got time for Uh, it's Wendy Christian health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution in Durbanville thanks so much for your time expertise and enthusiasm we value that so much it's a pleasure Brad have a great Thursday This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.